The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe's features like available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads ensure you can take on any adventure. Available H-Track all-wheel drives so you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Standard third-row seating so your whole family can experience the thrill together. Available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors with a dead phone. Whether you're tailgating out in the dirt lot, Carter Finley, shout out Carter Finley, or whether you're whitewater rafting, taking the entire family on an adventurous trip, maybe you're out camping at Mount Rogers. I used to go as a kid, wish my parents had a Hyundai Santa Fe. The Hyundai Santa Fe is perfect for your family outing. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Pick 6 Podcast, Eagle Sports Daily NFL Podcast. I'm Will Brinson. I'm your host. And as we noted on Wednesday, no, you know what? We noted at some point throughout the course of recording this week that we did 400 shows during uh, the span that Debo signed on. And the only way you can do that is by firing up an emergency podcast, which we're doing right now. It's so friggin' slow that we're doing an emergency podcast for George Kittle signing an extension. George Kittle, of course, the uh, 49ers tight end has now signed a mammoth deal. uh, Six years, five five years, $75 million, making him the highest paid tight end of all time. Joining me now to break it down and discuss Kittle, John Breach and Ryan Wilson. Uh, You guys thought you were going to be done podcasting, and then you weren't. That's okay. George George Kittle, I think, is worthy. I mean, you act surprised. The podcast. Well, why are you acting so surprised that we're doing an emergency podcast on George Kittle? I'm not surprised. Oh, you seem like you were sort of put out. Like Damien Williams, I think we can all agree. Oh, no, no, I've, I'm thrilled to talk about George Kittle. I will say that there was a rumor, um, some dude who writes for SI, like one of the, the new Maven sites or whatever, mm-hmm. and I don't, know who, I don't know what his name is, but he wrote, he wrote uh, that the 49ers were going to announce a Kittle extension on Friday, and that it was going to be six years, $94.8 million. Uh, he got roasted because George Kittle replied, was like, don't believe everything you read. This was on Wednesday afternoon, and then on Thursday, the 49ers actually announced the contract. So do we give the guy credit or no? No. Uh, here's, here's my thing. I think George Kittle is worth every penny, and, of course, we know what this means for the rest of the – of the soon-to-be-paid tight end. So let me ask you this. I'll ask Breach this, because Breach is such so concerned about the salary cap not going up this year for, for various uh, pandemic-related reasons. So you have $15 million per year, Breach. Are you paying George Kittle, uh, Jamal Adams, or Zeke Elliott? George Kittle, that's, that's a no-brainer. That's an easy question for me to answer. Wait, George wait, Kittle. The question was George Kittle, Jamal Adams, or Zeke Elliott? Well, they all make around $15 million or will want to make $15 I mean, million. Yeah, George oh. Kittle is the best value right. there. But yeah, that is absolutely a no-brainer because you get, you're getting this hybrid person who basically plays three positions. You put him at wide receiver. You put him at tight end. He's a de facto offensive lineman because he throws people out of the club like Gronk used to. He can block uh, these big defensive linemen, which is something that not every tight end can do. So you're getting a three for one at $15 million. That's a steal. Uh, but answer Brinson's question real quick about whether or not Grant Cohn should get some credit. I do think he should, 
because his initial report had the deal at $15.8 million per year. That's what six. And so he's only off 800,000 a year. He was off by one year. Cause he said a six year deal ended up being five he had years. The deal. Like he but got, he, he, he now I, the, the way it was done poorly is that the, the, the headline was crap. It was like 49ers two signed ended up being accurate, but it was like clear that this guy wanted to sort of walk it back. And like, he was like, you know, one source told me that they're planning on doing it. And it, but it was like, it was, like I said, it was like sources colon Kittle deal likely coming this week. That's how they should have framed it in the headline. And, and, but that's no surprise given what's going on uh, over there. So when you look at tight end contracts, Austin Hooper, a completely unrestricted free agent this offseason, had a monster year la- the last two years, uh, each of the last two years in Atlanta, uh, goes into free agency. The Browns give him $42 million. Uh, over uh, with with an average over what four years I guess uh, an average of ten point five million dollars. He was the second average uh, highest paid tight end behind Hunter Henry, who's on a franchise tag of ten point six million dollars. Kittle annihilated the market. I mean, the highest paid tight end was ten million dollars, and George Kittle absolutely destroyed it. He's getting fifteen million dollars, and I don't have any problem with it because, as you point out, Breach, he's a triple threat, and maybe more importantly. He's a triple threat in Kyle Shanahan's offense, which is predicated on uh, eye candy, pre-snap motion, being run heavy, and utilizing play action. And I don't know that there's a better play action tight end in the NFL than George Kittle because of how dominant he is as a blocker. You have to respect his blocking. And then he also is a fantastic receiver and incredible after the catch. So you can sort of run that play action by having him fake like he's blocking, then he leaks out. And he, I really think he might sort of be what makes that 49ers offense go. By the way, just so we're clear, I mentioned those three names, George Kittle, Zeke Elliott, and Jamal Adams, just because they all make the same or want to make the same and just who you would take. You're saying where, how would you like to allocate your resources to the best tight end in football, the best all around tight end in football, a running back or a safety. It's pretty crazy. I'm looking at the overall average salaries for every position player. Uh, Nate Solder makes $15.5 million. Shaq Barrett has earned that 15, eight after last year. Uh, Christian McCaffrey makes 16 million. So I I think the story is Jamal Adams is probably going to get paid. Uh, we know Zeke Elliott already got paid $15 million, and I, I'm with you, Brinson. Z- um, Kittles is, is every bit worth what he got, even though it blew uh, the previous tight end contracts out of the water. But much in the same way we were talking about Miles Garrett, and then a few days later, a few weeks later, Joey Bosa uh, in terms of the edge rushers. Uh, again, Breach, I'll ask you, salary cap person who's concerned about money, are you at all worried that we're blowing the, these contracts out of the water with the, the next deal to the best, play, best paid player at that position? Uh, if I, yeah, if I'm the 49ers, obviously I'm not worried because I did this contract. I'm more than happy with it, but yeah, when you start to look further down who this could impact and who could have the worst effect, who is the loser in this situation? I would say it might be the Philadelphia Eagles because now you have Zach Ertz who's making eight and a half million dollars. Uh, you know, when his contract comes up, he's going to be asking for a big raise. Well, I mean, the question is, can Ertz and Kelsey and Mark Andrews and any of those tight ends, like, is this a situation where they can come in and say, George is making, or excuse me, Kittle is making $15 million. I'd like to make $16 million. I mean, do the teams are like, listen, you're not George, okay? You're well, not even said, Ringo. Well, well we, I was just going to say, to kind of answer both those questions, is that 
Zach Ertz doesn't have to say that. He's making eight and a half million a year. If he just says, I want 13 or 14, that's a substantial jump. It's sure. still still under George Kittle. And the Eagles are one of the teams I think is going to be in the worst shape for the 2021 salary cap uh, if it just stays flat or only goes up a couple million. Uh, so it's not going to be easy for them to get a deal done like that. And both Ertz and Travis Kelsey, their contracts expire after the 2021 season. So you would think after this year, next off season, both of them are going to get extensions. And I, you know, I think maybe Travis Kelsey has an argument to get up to Kittle money, but I think both those guys will get in the 13, $14 million range. If they don't surpass Kittle, you know, it makes Philadelphia's uh, job of resigning Zach Hurts that much more difficult. One word, Dallas, Dallas Goddard. That's two words. Ooh. Just so <laughs> was Dallas Goddard going to get $13 million? Because he contract, said one word. I thought he was talking about the Cowboys. That's Once I said Dallas, I knew Debo <laughs> I knew what he was talking about. Debo knew what I meant. I thought that Breacher Brinson. Right, it's because Debo calls him Dallas. If you walk around and say, do you like Dallas or Zach in Philadelphia? I guarantee you 99% of the people know what you're talking about. If you walk around saying, is Dallas good? They're not because they're going to think you're talking about the Cowboys. But And real quick on Ertz and uh, Kelsey – do you think Doug will let Carson throw to Dallas? Yes. You I think do. Doug will let Carson go to Dallas? Ooh. Ooh. What do you think, Debo? Dak for Carson straight up. Oh, that's a question. Debo, would you trade Dak for Carson straight up? <laughs> no, you know the answer to that. <laughs> that's a yes. <laughs> would you? All right, let me ask you this. Would you? Tra- <laughs> not related to George Kittle at all, but would you trade uh, Carson for Dak? And C.D. Lamb, he's hesitating. I think, so. and, and also an actual, an, an actual lamb too. <laughs> you throw that in, yes, it's a, it's a done deal. You throw in an animal. Okay. I so think the silence right. speaks, but uh, I, I really like having my loyalty to Carson, but it's enticing. So that's, yeah, that's the thing. That's a yes, but I know it's not realistic, and I don't want to sound. Debo, like Debo does not that's want fair. to. That's like asking Debo, would you rather have Mike Golick Senior? Produced for his podcast show or produced for Brent's? He, you're right here. He doesn't want to say. No, anything. I'm I'm committed to pick six. I, I would answer that one truthfully. But yeah, look, there's a lot of Brenton for a year. You're not leaving. I there's mean, a lot of bad things that come with having to work with me, but there's also a lot of like freedom. Like I mean, like you're not exactly right. getting That's lit right. up here by me. Um, like I, I think some I think some people who host podcasts or radio shows might be a little more aggressive uh, and perhaps less kind in their treatment to uh, their producers. But to my so, original point, so Dallas Goddard is also a consideration when you're the Eagles, and you have to worry about Zach Ertz remaining in the fold. Ertz is going to be quick with thirty. Ertz, the Eagles, which I'm sure you know, Debo. Uh, according to over the cap are scheduled currently scheduled to be $51 million over the salary cap for 2021 based on the contracts they have in the books right now. I always trust Howie Roseman to somehow navigate that. But um, what do you think about the age of, of Kelsey who's 30 now and will turn 31 early in the season then Ertz who will turn 30 in the season? How much does that play a role? Kittle's just 27. He's in his third league. So old for entering his fourth year, but how does age factor in? I feel I like with oh, – sorry, Ryan. I just With those two, I think you can – I think both have one more contract in them where you can reliably give them money, and then after that you kind of write it off. Kind of like after this Kittle deal's done, I think you give them one more. And then, you know, tight ends around 35, you're kind of starting to get washed up. I was going to say five-year deal, you get rid of them after three years if things aren't, <laughs> going, aren't going well. I mean, I think when we look at the tight ends, it's the big three. And I don't know that you can justify giving Zach Ertz as much as Kittle got, but, like, I think Breach is right. He can comfortably settle into 
11, 12, 13, 14 million dollars. And wait, nobody's who, complain. who are the big three? Kittle, Ertz. Kelsey, and Ertz. Isn't okay, it, you're not, you're not you including know, him in the big money deal, though? I think maybe you can say it's a big two. When I talk about the best tight ends in the league, I, I think it's, and Deeper and I talked about this, it's probably Kelsey and Kittle. And then you have Ertz, maybe yeah. like as a, as a tier 1B or whatever it is. I where's, mean, after that, there's a. Where's Gronk on your list? Well, he's just coming back for one last run with Tom. Is he a top 10 tight end? Did he make the top 10 tight ends list? I don't he, even nah, he did. He did. Yeah. yeah. I mean, look, there's a pretty big drop off. Like after that, when you start looking at the tight ends, I mean, you know, you have Jimmy Graham who's washed up, but somehow. So wait, before you go on, let me ask you this. Who's your number one tight end? I would take George Kittle over Travis Kelsey. I would, I would too. Kelsey is a better receiver. Kelsey is a better offensive weapon, but Kittle is a better all around. Eh, what's Kittle doing in that offense? Well, it's a monster. Right. So I don't know. Kelsey's. Well, it's Kelsey's... A, yeah, it's a different. I'm, saying, I'm just saying like Kittle is a better blocker. Not according to some people in the media. Who, who, who thinks Kelsey's a better blocker than Kittle? Uh, Gottlieb, I think, was the one who tweeted that out. Oh, that's right. Doug, <laughs> come on, buddy. Um, What's it? Doug? Yeah. Doug tweeted that out? Was that right? What Then Doug tweet something about him not being a good blocker? Yeah. Oh, uh, Doug. Doug did. That's uh, right, Doug. Doug. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I should have said Doug instead of Gottlieb. Dang it. Blue I forgot about that when we were talking about Doug, uh, got famous Doug. Sorry, Doug Gottlieb. Um, probably because I call him Gottlieb. <laughs> not Doug. Yeah. Uh, but, who, yeah I mean, like, who is, uh, who's Breach's oh, favorite tight end? Uh, I, would, I, I agree that Kittle. I would take Kittle. Okay. All right. Uh, ahead, I would say one more thing too on the on the Kittle thing in terms of the price is that you know he was drafted. He you know look the dudes like T.J. Hawkinson and Noah Fant owe George Kittle some cash because they ended up going higher in the draft because Kittle comes out of Iowa. Uh, he was a a later round pick. Um, he was a fifth round, hundred forty six overall, right? And when you look at his, the contract that he signed it was uh, less than $4 million over the first four years of his career. So if you're Kittle, you're going to the 49ers and you're saying, hey, look, I want to be paid. I don't want to be paid based on the tight end market. I want to be paid like a hybrid wide receiver tight end. I, I've earned it. I have not made a ton of money. I am the fulcrum for this offense. Um, I go out there and give it my all, you know, the entire, like the entire season. I mean, remember that, that famous fourth down that he had last year where he just against the saints, where he just took the ball and just would not be denied. Uh, yeah, he's 26, excuse me. Yeah. Just he'll turn uh, 27 in October. So he's in the prime of his career. This is, it's just a no brainer deal. And it's, I think it's smart of the 49ers too. You go to him, you say, look, we'll do the $15 million, but we want, and we'll have to see the numbers. I would guess that it's probably, so this is an extension, right? Or did it? Did they take away the the two twenty twenty money? Do we know that? We think it's know. an extension, right? So it's an extension. So the, that benefits the 49ers in the sense that they now have his cash controlled, um, and they probably gave it, probably got him a low salary cap number in twenty twenty one. Like I wouldn't guess that he's getting a you know twenty five million dollars salary cap number early on in the career, early on in the contract, because they don't know what the salary cap is going to be. It gives us some control. Um, he, he's one of the best players in the league. So this is, it's pretty easy for me. I, I just don't, I can't fathom. Maybe it's Hawkinson. If he breaks out, um, what, what, what are you talking about? Like who's going to top this contract? Cause remember Kittle in his rookie right. year only had 43 catches for 515 yards. I don't think Hawkinson had that though. Did he? 
Mm, I bet he had close to that. 43 for fifth round pick is pretty good. I feel well, like. and Rob, I think had 32 for 367. To Brinson's point, Kittle was going to make $2.1 million in 2020. So the 49ers have him on the contract six years, $77 million, which is 12.8 per year, which is a much more friendly number than the new money average that we've been talking about of $15 million per year. I um, agree completely. How much do you think, random question as we wrap this up, what do you think Jason Witten's making this year for the Las Vegas Raiders? I'm looking through the salary, average salary, average annual salary of these guys. Mm, I would guess $4 million. I was going to guess three. Are you looking at it? No. It's $4 million. Well, Hey, look at me. Pulled a turkey out of my hat. There you go. Gobble, gobble. How much would you guess? No, we're not going to do this. Um, <laughs> uh, you guys want a fun fact or do you want a trivia question? I can make it either. Trivia. Your fun trivia facts question. Suck. George Kittle, as Brenton mentioned, was the 146th overall pick in the 2017 NFL draft. There was actually a tight end selected one pick ahead of him at 145. Uh, do you guys know who it is? All right. So what year was that? 2017. Is he still in the league or is he just some rando? Uh, I don't think he's still in the league. I'll, I'll double check while you guys are trying to figure it out. But I don't think he, if I told you the team, uh, actually, I'll give you one hint. It's in Tim the AFC. Tebow. AFC. Give us a team. Give us division. Division. I will say that Wilson's guess was surprisingly close as far as uh, oh, so Tebow. I said Tim Tebow, so it's a converted quarterback. Oh, no, no, no. I mean, just the Broncos. Oh, I know who it is. Because he fell because he tore his ACL at uh, Michigan. Jake Butt. Oh, is it Jake Butt? Jake Butt went 145th overall. Imagine well, taking Jake Butt and then watching the 49ers take Kittle and having all the success. And I think Jake Butt tore his Tight end, uh, towards tight end, <laughs> towards ACL twice. Brian's cut off. He, he may have towards ACL in, uh, in, in, in college, that's right, uh, or in, in, when he got to the pros. Okay, yeah. uh, anything else that we need to add to the George Kittle extension? No, everyone loves the move. It's sort of like uh, the Pat Mahomes contract. No one's complaining about it, I think. Is anyone bellyaching that he's making too much money? No, I mean, I think he's so good that literally no one has a, no one has a problem with it. Oh, well, then I'll ask you, at what number would you have said, eh, I don't know about this, 20 million, 20 million per year? Would that no, 20 much? million is crazy talk. I, I think like 17 million seems like a lot for a tight end. 15 million is a lot based on, you know, we just talked about what the, the going rate was, but it is George Kittle or George. If we call him George, everyone knows who you're talking about. Nobody would call him George. You would call him Kittle. How many Georges are there in the NFL that are under the age of 30? But why would you, you know? call him George? He's Kittle. Like Kittle <laughs> is the, like, that's the whole thing. Is if you call someone Doug, it doesn't clearly delineate who you are discussing. If you say Kittle, there is no question that you are talking about George Kittle. If you call him George, it's like who's George? Um, is his nickname George of the Jungle? I don't know that I would balk at twenty million dollars for Kittle. Stop it. That's that's. I was I was right. agree with Wilson. I like seventeen. I think that if they would have said seventeen, I wouldn't raise an eyebrow or anything over that. I might be like, ee- all right. Well, Julio Jones makes twenty two a year. That's a lot. That's that's a lot, but and I'm not saying Kittle is as good as Julio Jones. Maybe more valuable for he the next be. five years, though. Uh, Amari Cooper making twenty million a year. Would you have like Amari Cooper at twenty or George Kittle? I'll take Neither. Kittle all day. Neither, I wouldn't want either that much. I, I would look. take I would take Kittle. Michael Thomas is nineteen point two five. No one's taking George Kittle at twenty over Michael Thomas at nineteen. No one. No one. Okay. Mark it. AJ Green, eighteen point one seven million dollars, or he's, George Kittle. He's overpaid by about seventeen and a half million dollars. Right, you would definitely take Kittle. Uh, Tyreek Hill, eighteen million. Or, yeah, Tyreek Hill and Odell Beckham, eighteen million dollars. 
Uh, probably take Tyreek. You would take Tyreek? Yeah. Now, if the Browns called the 49ers, said, hey, guys. No, I'm out. Like, you're not calling for that dumb Odell Beckham, George Kittle deal they discussed <laughs> on the Pick 6 podcast, are you? you heard yeah, actually, person. we are. It's like, get out of here, losers. Yeah, See you. Uh, Mike Evans, 16.5. I'm taking Mike Evans at 16.5 for 20 million for George. Well, just to, all right, so to put this in context, too, here are the $15 million receivers Jarvis Landry, 15.1. Devontae Adams, 14.5. Stephon mm-hmm. Diggs, 14.4. Allen Robinson, 14. T.Y. Hilton, 13. Alshon Jeffrey, 13. Larry Fitzgerald, 11.5. Keenan Allen, 11.25. And Tyrell Williams, 11.1. Like 85% of those guys are making what they're worth, or maybe they're worth more yeah. than their current contracts. Right. But I'm saying, like, I would take Kittle over all of those guys except for Devontae Adams, probably. You take him over Keenan Allen? Yeah, I think he's more valuable. Ooh, I don't know about that. And Keenan's well, he, not even he making blocks. any money. Like he's a he's a run. He, like he is dominant in the run game. Yeah, draft an offensive lineman if you want that. But can that this offensive is, lineman? Like, can he catch the ball and, and yeah. lead the NFL tight end for an receiving? offensive lineman? What are, what are we talking about? They draft- got a three for one here. Yeah, he can't, he can't do all three at the same time. You guys, like- you know, do you know any offensive lineman who? Who averaged 87 catches per, per season? I don't Yeah, George. <laughs> right, we're there. not going down this rabbit hole. That, that's it. That George Kittle signed an extension. <laughs> um, we will uh, we'll be back later with more podcasts. The perfect combination of versatile athleisure and training apparel has arrived. Thanks to the visionary minds of New Balance, Clutch Athletics, and Rich Paul, the designs reflect the heart of the athlete and the spirit of the community. With rising defensive stars Will Anderson and Chase Young on the roster, Clutch Athletics brings the best innovative gear to all athletes, giving them style and performance on and off the field. Learn more and purchase Clutch Athletics at NewBalance.com.